0: Hello, and welcome to the Digging Deeper podcast hosted by ForConstructionPros.com. I'm Jonathan, and I am personally excited to share the following interview with you. This episode, we are talking about one company's innovation in the construction of disaster-proof buildings. Today's episode features my interview with Annette Rubin, co-founder of Vero Building Systems, manufacturer of an innovation uh, in the construction of disaster-proof buildings buildings the vero building system includes a prefabricated panels that contain a polystyrene core with double galvanized steel wire mesh on both sides which are then encapsulated by concrete the company just came onto the market and i mean just i spoke with annette early april and luck has it That was when they finally got their first three machines up and running. According to an article published in 2020 by the National Association of Home Builders, I'll include a link on the website, 90% of new homes were wood frames in 2019. 10% were concrete framed homes and less than a half a percent were steel framed. The association also states that due to the cost of lumber in recent years, the average price of a new single-family home has increased by more than $14,000. There's a reason for timber's popularity, of course. It's easy to work with and normally available. However, she'll share in her own personal experience, lumber-based homes and buildings can also be easily damaged by disaster here's my conversation with Annette Rubin. So Annette, the the Vero website features an interview where you share your experience with your first hurricane when you moved down to Florida. Can you share that story here and why you founded Vero?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I grew up uh, just outside of Seattle, Washington. Um, And I met my husband when he was playing football for the Seattle Seahawks up there. And, um, You know, as a lot of NFL players do, we moved around a lot and then we ended up settling here in Destin. Um, He grew up in Pensacola, so it was it was a natural retirement location for him. So we moved down here um, 2018 and we actually moved into our house June 11th. And I had my first baby June 29th. So she was, I believe, exactly 12 weeks when Hurricane Michael hit. So, you know, picture me, I'm, I'm in a new area, you know, don't have my family and friends around me, have a 12 week old baby for the first time and a hurricane is barreling toward us. So, you know, immediately I get on my phone, I start talking to the neighbors. What should we do? Do we evacuate? Do we do this? Do we do that? And, um, I was immediately met with that. They're all just very used to this you know they've grown up here they've lived here for 50 60 years they're so used to hurricanes and um so we did not evacuate because hurricane michael was supposed to hit lower alabama and we are just um we are west I'm sorry we are east of lower alabama we thought we were far enough away so in the middle of the night as hurricanes do it moved and so it was supposed to hit lower Alabama and it moved and it went actually right over top of us all the way to the west side. Or yeah, I'm lying. It was supposed to hit west of us. It moved over us and hit east of us. Um, and that was kind of a traumatizing realization that it moved directly over top of us. It, it could have very easily stopped where we were. And in that case, our home would have been completely destroyed and we, you know, we might not have made it. So I started Googling, um, you know, I don't, I don't have a construction background. I'm not a builder, I'm not an engineer. So I started Googling what is building code in Okaloosa County? What could our home survive? You know, what, how, when do we stay? When do we go? You know, just trying to figure out for next time, what do we do? You know, how do we, how, how do we make sure that our family survives these hurricanes? And I was hit with the fact that um, building code where I live is only category three for residential. So, and that was a a strong category five storm. So our home would have been completely leveled, completely leveled, which was a hard pill to swallow. You know, we had just moved into this brand new, really nice home and there's no way that house is keeping my kids safe. So I, I kind of fell into a rabbit hole of, all right. How do you build hurricane safe homes? What kind of materials do you use? Obviously, wood is not going to cut it. You know, what what do you do? Do you use cinder block? Do you? I just I had no idea how to build a hurricane safe home. So I fell down this rabbit hole and it was kind of um, a God thing where I'm in this rabbit hole like, oh, my goodness, freaking out about living down in Florida. And somebody at our church brought an investment opportunity to us. And that investment opportunity was um, Emadua. So Emadua is an Italian company that was founded 43 years ago in Fano, Italy. Um, Angelo Cattaracci is the inventor's name, and he invented this building system to keep his family safe from earthquakes. They get really devastating earthquakes there. And a lot of European construction utilizes concrete. So it's not new to them. So he invented this 43 years ago. There's 76 plants worldwide and millions of structures made out of our building panels. There's everything from, you know, small huts, uh, to glamping sheds, all the way to sky rises, hospitals. Um, there are park benches, pergolas, streets, roadways, sidewalks, seawalls, um, hospitals, schools. I mean, anything you can think of, it's been built somewhere in the world with this system.
0: Sure. So leave it to leave it to somebody in Italy to re-innovate the the idea of concrete.
1: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. So he invented this for earthquakes. And then as it spread throughout the world, we realized it's not just earthquakes. It's earthquakes, tornadoes, fires, bullets, blast. Um It's it's really disaster-proof.
0: So when when your house was built as Category 3, but the area is going to be hit with all these larger hurricanes, why do you think they went for a Category 3 instead of just everybody building after Category 5?
1: Yeah, so the only county in Florida that forces you to build Category 5 is Miami-Dade. So Miami-Dade County is known in the construction world as the hardest building codes in the country. Um, And I think that access to materials that people can use is really the issue. Lumber is, you know, up until a few years ago, it's easy to get People know how to work with it. Framing a home is something we've been doing for hundreds of years. It's not—it's not a new thing. You can find a hundred framers that know how to do it. Um, it. It's what we're comfortable with, and there are a couple other options. You know, like you can use cinder block, but cinder block has also skyrocketed in price. It's very, very difficult because you have to find skilled masons. It's very heavy. The shipping is hard. There's a lot of issues with cinder block as well. So there hasn't been, um, you know, until really recently, a good alternative to lumber that people knew how to use and had access to.
0: Sure. So how is Vero kind of unique for the contractor, the construction's point of view?
1: Yeah, Avero is unique in many ways. Um, the raw materials that we use to make our panels are not new in the construction space. We use um, expanded polystyrene and double galvanized steel wire. So there's there's tons of different materials that utilize steel. You know, prefab buildings, um, rebar. It's steel is not new in the construction space, and neither is polystyrene. A lot of um, risers, stages. Um, like stadium seating, those a lot of those are made out of polystyrene. So these are not new materials, but we're using them in a very unique and new way. Um, So essentially our panels are a polystyrene core with double galvanized steel wire mesh on the outside. You would attach those. um, You'd attach those to just your regular slab, you know, depends on your geographical location what kind of slab you have to have, whether you need a basement. You know, there's in Colorado, you have to have a basement that goes down. There, there are different areas that have to have different uh, oh, sure. Formations. So you attach the panel to the foundation, you attach the panels to each other, and then you finish it with shotcrete, gunite or plaster. Um, so it's it's very, very simple to install. You know it's concrete and it's also green, so it's globally certified as um, a green building system and green manufacturing, which is very unique in the construction space because waste chemicals, CO two, all of that is a is a really big
0: issue in construction. Sure. So these are prefabricated panels from like a manufacturing facility, and then they brought onto the, onto the site.
1: Yes, sir. So we are the manufacturer. We manufacture okay. the panels in our plant in Kissimmee. And they are prefab, but they're not like one size fits all. Like you can't walk into a Home Depot and buy 20 panels that are 10 by 12. Essentially, what would happen is you say, okay, Annette, I want to build, we'll just say Jonathan's going to build a new home. So you go to an architect, you have your home designed, and then you send me that design. And I'll say, okay, this is what we think your estimate's going to be. Then you say, yep, that sounds good. So then we go into our design phase. So we have a proprietary software with Emma Dua called PanelCAD. So we take your CAD drawings and we essentially, because if it was designed with wood or if it was designed with block or tilt or, you know, whatever material you designed it with, our specs might be slightly different. Sorry, I'm getting a phone call our specs might be slightly different. So we'll make those small changes. We'll send it back to you as soon as you approve. Then basically what we do is we hit a button and that software is connected to our manufacturing equipment. So then we would 3D print you the panels for your project. So they would be printed and then shipped to you in sections. So if you're building a three-story house, we'll send you the first story first and the second second. If we can fit it all in a container, we'll send you the whole thing at once. And it'll be kind of like puzzle piece where you fit everything together. Another thing that's really unique about our panels is they can be used for every part of the structure. So this isn't just your exterior walls. This is your interior walls, your stairs, your floor, your landing, even your roof.
0: So how is it, um, what part of it is giving the disaster protection?
1: Yeah. So one of the one of the biggest things is that when you shoot the gunite, plaster the concrete, whatever you choose to use as a contractor, um, it's going to form what we call a monolithic structure. So if you envision, you know, you're building the ground floor of your home, you put up all your panels, you put up the the floor, put up the stairs, and then you use a, a plaster gun the same way you'd finish a pool and you go around all the walls and you spray you spray your first layer. It's about an inch thick and then that dries as one concrete structure. Then you'll do the outside. So because that structure is attached to the slab and then dries as one monolithic structure, it, it has incredible load bearing, incredible um, lift resistance, wind resistance, especially with tornadoes. We've actually had it shot with a cannon before and the cannon didn't go through it. Um, it it's really incredibly, incredibly strong.
0: Sure. So It kind of sounds, if I'm understanding it correctly, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, it kind of sounds like an inverted insulated concrete form building.
1: That's exactly what it is. So okay. an ICF building is going to have the polystyrene on the outside, and then you pour your concrete on the inside. Yeah. What was that?
0: Yeah. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw, I was introduced to them. Um, I'm early in my career here in concrete. So yeah. Um I was at World of Concrete and I went yeah. to a presentation there. I went to a cu- couple of booths and I was like this is this is an interesting idea here. So cool, but you've yeah. kind of flipped that on its head. Yep. Yeah. So Very the difference
1: the biggest differences between ICF and our panels. Um most ICF manufacturers can only do external walls. Whereas we can do every part of your structure. So we can make you custom built stairs, your floor, your roof, you you know, everything. Um, I have seen, I think, one ICF manufacturer that does interior and even does pools. um, But I've only seen one that does that. Another thing um, with ICF is with the polystyrene on the outside, there are some issues with um, pests, which is a huge deal here in Florida. Um, termites love polystyrene so it's nice um, with our panels that the polystyrene is inside of two inches of concrete so that they can't get to it. Um, And then also fire ratings. I know that ICF does have pretty good fire ratings because of the thickness of the concrete in the middle. Um, But with us, you can be on fire for, I I mean, we've tested it up to two hours before any structural damage occurs because essentially both sides of the concrete have to heat up uh, hot enough and stay that hot for over 150 minutes before it begins to melt the polystyrene on the inside. Whereas if the polystyrene is on the outside, it would melt first. Um, You also have to use about, it's about three times the concrete when you're filling a form versus spraying it on for two inches. Because the the inside of the forms, I mean, the ones I've seen are about six to eight inches. So you have to fill that entire form, uh, you know, with poured concrete instead of having two inches on each side.
0: How are the panels like connected together and then anchored down into the slab?
1: So the way you anchor them into the slab is you'll take just a generic um, a chalk line and you measure where your walls are supposed to go. You'll drill down into the slab that you put epoxy in the hole and you stick rebar in that hole that dries. And then so essentially the rebar is going to be offset every 12 inches. And then you set the panel on the inside of that rebar. You attach with just a hog ring or a wire stapler to the rebar. You make sure everything's level. And then every panel has um, wire extending off of opposite ends so that the panels will then connect together. We will also send you additional pieces of mesh that have been, um, basically the angles are perfect in this computerized mesh. So it will go on the outside and the inside of every angle to ensure that you know your walls where they meet, everything is perfect and symmetrical, and your angles are all correct.
0: Sure. Or do you like frame on the inside of it, or is it just here's your the two inches of concrete, the shot crete, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, boom, there's your wall. Because I'm, also, I'm thinking about electric and I'm thinking about plumbing and all yeah, that
1: stuff. That's a phenomenal question. So um, what we do is you you don't have to do any framing. So where you're going to have your electrical and your plumbing, you would um, you would melt with just a generic heat gun. You would melt half the polystyrene and you stick conduits inside the polystyrene, but wire out on top of that. And then it's an empty conduit where they'll run the electrical and they'll run the plumbing through those conduits. And then the shot crate goes right on top.
0: Wow. So you basically, I'm also been watching like 3D concrete printing. Mm-hmm. Um, so interesting! Oh yes, uh, it, it, you're basically just doing the same thing, but having a core without the the big gantry and the robot involved.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure, and. The cool thing about our walls as well is you don't need any additional insulation. So our very thinnest polystyrene core is going to be a two inch core. And that is an R15 minimum. So and everything is customizable. So if you say, okay, I'm in Wisconsin and it is cold here. I really want I want to do like an R40. I want like a thick wall. We can go up to I think it's like 45 inch core. so which man, I'm pretty sure that gets you like an R61, which is like stupid. (laughs) I mean, it's just crazy, crazy insulation value. So you don't need any extra insulation. So that's an entire material and labor that you can just take off of your project budget right away.
0: Wow. Wow.
1: You can also stamp the concrete. I don't know if you've seen that, but it's it's fairly easy. they have just big stamps. So on the outside of your structure, you can either do you know you can do your first inch uh, with just raw concrete. then you can go straight in with stucco if you're in an area in Florida there's stucco houses everywhere. You can go straight in with stucco and then your exterior is completely finished, you know without having to add any labor or any more materials. You can also do concrete and then stamp it and paint it white or stain it to look like red brick. Um, I've seen homes where they stamp the floors and then stain that to look like tile. I've seen kitchen backsplashes stamped into the concrete. Um, I mean, you can lime wash the concrete. It's, it's so verse concrete is so versatile, the things that you can do with it. And then you don't have to hire, you don't have to buy a grout. You don't have to buy tile. You don't have to pay for those labor. I mean, it's really pretty incredible.
0: Yeah. uh, One of the laws of concrete is it's going to crack. So how does a contractor kind of repair any cracking that would happen?
1: So what I have learned about concrete, and I'm not a concrete expert either, is that there are a million and one different types of concretes, mixtures, additives, aggregate sizes, different types of sand, There are so many different things you can do. You know, you can do additives to make it cure faster, additives to make it more flexible, make it lighter. Um, But so our our typically it's 35,000 PSI is the weight of your plaster. That can be true concrete. That can be gunite. That can be stucco. Whatever mixture the contractor wants to use, as long as it has that per square inch weight value. Um, And with the polystyrene, the polystyrene core flexes. So you have two inches on either side and the core flexes. So in our, I can send you the videos. It's pretty cool. Like in our earthquake testing, you literally see the wall go like that. So as long as you have um, a concrete that has the correct weight value and you've got the polystyrene core, it's, I haven't seen a wall made with our panels that's cracked.
0: How do you... Yeah, what what kind of like contractor is can 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 build with this? Do you need to be certified? How how does that work?
1: You don't have to be certified. It would be the same type of crew that would do your framing. But instead of going two inches at a time, they can go 10 feet at a time, um, w- which obviously is much more efficient. So We partner with a company called Skip Construction out of Dallas-Fort Worth. And they, right now, I believe, are just servicing um, the southeast part of the country. But they specialize in all types of concrete construction. And they are going to be our main partner for installations. Um, But we do offer online training for anyone who wants to learn for free. So if you're a contractor and you say, all right, I've got 10 sub crews that frame for me. You know, you you don't want to be stuck with just one company that can install these panels. You want to have 10 people you can call. So if this team's busy, this team can come in. If this team gets sick, this team can come in. You need to be able to finish in your deadline and having only one installer is not going to work. So we will offer training online to any of your crews. I mean, unlimited amounts. So if you say I've got 15 crews that I want to train, we'll offer online training to all of them. It's a free service that you get when you order panels from us. Um, And it's essentially it's called Emma Synergy and Emma Dua, the the inventor of this company has made an entire online platform with videos, quizzes, um, reading material. It's, it's really incredible what they've created. So that's a free service that we offer so that you can train any crews that you have.
0: This is crazy. Is it?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's amazing too, because a lot of the plants that are existing in the world right now are in third world countries. And there are people building with this that they are not skilled. It's not skilled labor. Um, it's really amazing. There was a social housing project in Argentina where they built 1,800 units in nine months. And 80% of the workforce was untrained women who had never built anything before.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask you how it does this speed up construction of a building at all.
1: So our Italian partners say that a trained crew can build a structure up to 40% faster. Now your first project's not going to be 40% faster, you know, but once you get trained and you're used to it, it can be 40% faster, which is insane.
0: Yeah. The efficiency
1: is crazy. If you think about versus stick build, I mean, our panels can be 10 feet wide and 40 feet tall. So if you are building even a a two-story structure, I mean, you go 40 feet up and 10 feet wide instead of Using two by fours, you're not going two inches at a time. You're going ten feet at a time.
0: How popular uh, is uh, Vero Construction right now? How, how when you started uh, to today, like how many projects and how many jobs are being done right now?
1: That's a great question. So we actually. Our, um we're launching our first plant right now so our today we got our first machines working our first three machines we are finishing the installation of all the equipment today so we have two signed projects right now they're both residential homes and those panels are projected to come off of the line first week of may so we are brand spanking
0: new wow this is cool Thank you very much for uh, allowing me to talk to you on on this. So such a beginning of your, (laughs) of the life cycle a little bit. Yeah. Since since you're one of the headlines um, on your website, on the Vera website, you call yourself the future of construction Mm -hmm. and kind of sounds like you're on definitely on a a turning point here. Um, But I'm curious what kind of other innovations in construction are currently catching your eye?
1: I mean, ICF is probably the biggest one besides our panels that I've seen. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And and ICF is great. I think it's been the best material that we've had so far. I I think our panels are better. I might be slightly biased, (laughs) Um, but ICF is really cool. They're doing really cool things with ICF. Um, There is a company that I talked to at the ABC show. I think they were called Tradesmen. And they were making these incredible curtain walls that are also structural. And they were actually using them. I think it was the University of Florida, like their tech building. But those, they're structural panels that are welded to have curtain walls on the outside. And they were so cool. (laughs) I had never seen anything like that. Um, The 3D printer with the concrete and the robot, that one is amazing. I don't remember the name. I've just seen videos. I've seen videos of it. We didn't do world of concrete this year. I think we were, we were at the ABC show during world of concrete. Sure. Um, But I, I don't remember the name, but I've seen videos of it. I think it's, I think it's so cool. I really think concrete is going to be the new wave in construction. Um, lumber and the prices and the environmental impacts and just the difficulties with fire and the insulation values and um, the durability. I, I think that we are going to be as a as an industry moving away from lumber. And I think all of these new technical, um, all of these new innovative concrete methods, I, I think they're going to be the future.
0: It is a neat, place to be in because you can do so many different things like you said um but as soon as you start down that rabbit hole it is so deep in innovations and ideas and creativity and then you realize that they've been doing that type of thing you might have your uh, unique idea they're Mm -hmm. like no this is thousands of years old and yeah. it's still the pretty much the best way to build.
1: Yeah. Well, it's so cool if you go. I, I love that you brought up history. Because if you go to Europe and you're looking at these old castles or, you know, any of the structures that are still standing from thousands of years ago, they are all concrete. All of them. Yeah. Stone and concrete. I mean. Wood just does not last. It doesn't last that long, you know. It's it's not as durable. When you talk about schools too, you know, we we had a meeting with um, the okaloosa County School District builders two days ago, and they were talking about the durability and how they have to use, you know, I forget what it was called, some crazy type of drywall on the outside of their block because the kids just tear the schools up, and they have to be so durable. Um, and talking about having bulletproof schools where your interior walls as well as your exterior walls are completely bulletproof. I mean it's it's really exciting and I think that with the storms that we're seeing, uh, you, you know, natural disasters and also just other types of disasters, you know, I guess you'd call that man-made disasters or you know, however you want to frame that, we need to be keeping our communities safer and i think concrete is the way that we're going to be doing that
0: definitely definitely i appreciate your time and talking to me Absolutely. um do you have any any final thoughts um for the construction listeners out there
1: yeah we are we are super excited to be able to empower concrete professionals as well as general contractors to really be able to to um, build structures that they feel good about, that, you know, you you know, you can whip out these homes in a development and feel really good that if a storm hits, those families are going to be safe, that, you know, that not only are you doing, are you building with materials that are good for the environment, but they're going to be good for the end consumer and for the user and also for the, for the guys on site. You know when they're when they're lifting block over and over and over. That's so difficult on their bodies. Whereas our panels, they're on average about fifteen pounds. Um, so really across the board, we want to empower GCs to be able to feel really proud of their crews, really proud of proud of their end result, and just feel um, good about keeping communities safer.
0: Yeah, and definitely. It'll probably grow the shot oh, industry sure. a little, bit, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Where where can um listeners find more information? You mentioned that there's training online.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So www.verilbuildingsystems.com. Um, the training is not public, but once you um kind of get in contact with our sales team, set talk about doing an estimate, things like that, we can get anybody hooked up with training that you need.
0: Awesome. Well, once again, thank you very much for your time. Absolutely. No problem. And that will do it for this episode. I'd like to thank Annette once again for speaking with us. And thank you for listening. Join us soon for another episode of the Digging Deeper podcast by 4 com. Until next time, stay safe out there.